Hi guys, this is your Hismas Anonymous. You are now checked into the rehab. Okay, so I'm super excited about today's topic. The reason being, as I was thinking about this topic, I ended up watching a movie, total coincidence, Baby Boy with Taraji P. Henson. If you've not checked it out, go check it out. And that kind of reinforced why it's so important to talk about uh, what we're going to discuss today. The second thing that happened is I actually had somebody that came to me for advice about today's topic. And that just kind of reinforced why it's so, so, so important to kind of talk about this thing. So what is this thing? So today's topic is going to be how to get someone to tell you the truth. Now, before I actually get into the different ways you're going to get someone to tell you the truth, I want to do a major, major disclaimer. And some of you are going to find this advice a bit controversial, and that's okay. But I want you to be open-minded and listen to everything that I'm saying and hold any bias or any contradiction until the end of the episode, because I promise you there's a method to the madness. Now, so before we start talking about how to get somebody to tell you the truth, I want to kind of talk about all the reasons why you may not want to know the truth. What? Yes, you heard me correct. I want to talk about all of the reasons you may not want to know the truth. You see, People would outwardly always say, yes, I want to know the truth. Yes, I can handle the truth. But that's a big fat lie. It takes a lot of courage to handle a truth. And I'm not talking about the little white lies that people will tell you, but I'm talking about big, big things. Things that can reshape your life, things that can break a relationship, things that can impact the people that you love. So in this episode, I'm not talking about the little white lies. I'm talking about big things. The reason why so many people may not want to know about the big thing is, as I mentioned, the first is it takes strength to listen to the truth. Not everybody has that strength. Regardless of how people front, regardless of what people want to portray, the reality is Majority of the people do not want to know the big truth. And the reason is, once you know the truth, you can no, no longer go back to a time where you did not know. What does that mean? See, once you get confronted with something, now if you don't do anything about that, then maybe you uh, fall down in other people's eyes or your own opinion lessons or the person who told the, the, the truth now looks at you that they can walk all over you versus when you did not know the truth a lot of the times life is easier yes you heard me correct life is easier even if people around you know the truth if you do not know the truth your life in a lot of situations can be much easier let me give you an example. This kind of goes back to the advice that somebody asked me for. So somebody came to me to ask me for advice and they were like, well, my partner is cheating on me and it's not the first time that they have cheated on me. They've cheated on me multiple times in the past. I'm aware of the fact that they cheated on me. I'm just really upset because it just continues to happen. So me 
being a third party that has no stake in this situation is looking at the entire situation as well if you know that somebody has been lying to you and they know that you know that they have lied to you you've caught them in this lie but then you're okay with them continuing to cheat on you then it's really no surprise that they are continuing to do it right so it would be one thing if this person never found out of their partner cheating on them, then I can understand that you chose to be with this person because you're not even aware of what they're doing to you. But if someone is cheating on you, yes, in the beginning, maybe you don't know, and they put some effort into lying and hiding what they're doing. But once you find out that they're cheating on you, and then you choose to take them back, you're really just telling them that you're okay with the cheating. So there should be no surprise then this, that this person is continuing to do so because there's no consequences to their actions. They have not gotten punished in any uh, way, shape, or form because they've cheated. So you have told them through your act- actions by staying there, even though if that's not the intention, but you have told the other person that it's fine for you to cheat on me I am going to still continue to be here. So in this case, I was telling the individual, you are better off not knowing the truth. Because here's the thing. Before you go down the path and you say, no, I want to find out the truth. I want you to take a pause and think about, one, are you strong enough to handle the truth? And then two, what are you going to do with the truth? If you're not going to change anything in your situation, if you're going to still be with the person, if you're going to be okay with their bad behavior, do yourself a favor and never find out the truth. That's right. Never go searching for that truth because you already know what the truth is. There's nothing for you to actually find out. Maybe the only thing that you're looking for is the confession from the other person and that's where the movie Baby Boy comes in. But if you're not going to do anything about the truth, then it's simply pointless. And for those of you that have watched the movie, you already know how this goes, but for everybody else. So in Baby Boy, Taraji P. Hansen is in a relationship with this guy and the guy cheats on her. And she knows that he's cheating on her. She tells him that she knows he's cheating on her, even though he never admits to the fact that he's cheating on her. Both of them know what he's doing and she's okay with it. The one day then he finally says, yes, you're right, I have cheated on you. She seemingly breaks up with him, but then regrets it a week later. And then towards the end of the movie, they end up being back together. So what was the point of getting this person, getting this guy to confess the truth? Because it really doesn't change the situation. So that's why my advice is, if you're not going to do anything with the truth, Do yourself a big, big favor and just don't go looking for the truth. Because one, you're going to experience a heartbreak. And not even if it's a cheating situation. Let's say your family has betrayed you. Deep down inside, you maybe have a hunch that your family has betrayed you. But you want them to actually tell you that yes, they have betrayed you. But if there's no consequence to that person, if it will not change your relationship then why get this other individual or these group of people to confess? Because it's worse for you 
once they confess, because now the truth is out there, it's spoken into existence. Versus if you never find out the truth, at least these other people are going to put in some decent effort into lying, into sparing your feelings. So my advice is only go searching for the truth if you're going to do something about the truth. If you're going to break up with the person, if you're going to address the situation with your friend or your family, then by all means, take the advice that I'm going to give in this episode. If you're not going to do any of those things, then be in ignorant bliss because you will be so much happier. At least you will feel content that these people or this person is making strides or and putting in some effort into lying to you than them blatantly doing this in front of your face. And here's the other thing. Once you cr- confront someone and they admit to the truth, now what they were going to do behind your back, maybe it was just sporadically taking place, is going to take place in front of your face. It's going to take place without any regard to your feelings, and it's probably going to take place a lot more. So in your situation, it's best that you never, ever find out the truth. In fact, if the truth even tries to come in front of your face, just do everything in your power to not see the truth. Because that way, you at least are in a good position and Since you definitely don't want to change your situation, you will not be in a position where you look stupid in front of other people that look at you like, wow, this person knows the truth and they're still there. That's worse. It's better if people are like, oh, wow, this person doesn't know the truth. I feel so sorry for this person. And again, guys, I know that this advice is controversial, but I want you to really put yourself in that situation and just think about Does it even make any sense to know the reality about something if you are going to do absolutely nothing with that information? All you're going to experience is heartbreak. All you're going to probably do is have lower self-esteem, look worse in front of other people, have this individual do or these people continue doing these things in front of your face a lot more frequently. So it's so much better if you're not going to do something about the situation, to just never, ever go anywhere near the situation. The other big thing that I want to point out is, let's say you stumble upon the truth. If the other person tells you, just like the guy did in Baby Boy, I did not tell you the truth because I care about your feelings. That is the biggest lie. Somebody who actually cares about your feelings will never do something behind your back that would hurt you if that thing ever came to light. People lie because they 99% of the time want to spare themselves in the situation. They don't want to deal with the consequences. They're afraid of what the confrontation uh, will bring out. So when people lie to you, they're not doing it generally. There may be some exceptions, but generally they're not doing it for you. They're doing it for them because they don't want to lose you. They don't want to fight. They don't know what the outcome would be. They're scared. So the lie is much easier covered up than it would be for them to tell the truth. And on the the opposite side, it also takes courage to tell the truth. Just like it takes courage to hear the truth, it also takes courage to tell the truth. Most people just don't have the cojones to come out there and say, I did this, 
I am sorry, but here's the truth. I'd rather you find out from me than from somebody else. No, that, that's just the reality. Most people will not do that. What they will do is if they've done something that they're lying about, and again, this is something big, they will continue lying and hiding until they are put in a corner or until you find some sort of evidence, at which point they have no choice but to come clean. And you know, the crazy thing is, even if you find yourself in this situation that you found the evidence, at this point, you've cornered this individual, you're hoping they're going to come clean. There's still some very interesting people in this world that will blatantly continue lying or worse, will just run away and hide the situation. I'm sure we've all known plenty of Houdinis that have just disappeared into thin air because they do not want you to confront them. So rather than be an adult and have a conversation, they will just disappear into thin air. So never ever buy the excuse when someone tells you that I really lied because I love you or I care about you or I didn't want to hurt you because all of that is the biggest BS you will ever hear. When people lie about big things, they're not thinking about you, they're thinking about themselves. So those are all the reasons why you should not even go searching for the truth. And there's plenty more, but these are like the big things why I discourage people to even go searching for the truth. But let's say you're the brave few that are like, I can handle the truth. How do you get someone to tell you exactly what happened about a situation? Here are a couple of pointers. Keep in mind, every individual is not the same. So maybe some of the things that I share today will work with your person or people, but not everything else, because you have to kind of look at all of these tips and see what would work with your person. So take everything with a grain of salt. The first way that you can get someone to tell you the truth is by being in a one-on-one situation with them. Generally, if you confront someone in a group setting, whether it's family or whether it's friend, they will feel intimidated. And they're more likely to just run away or shut down or be super defensive than they are to tell you the truth. So if you're ever planning on confronting someone about the truth, and I'm going to get into exactly how you should confront them as well, always do it alone. It's much better that if it's just you and the the person or people, and that way they're more likely to come out there and to tell you the truth. The other thing that I would say, the second tip would be, don't do it in a confrontational manner. If you go in and accuse someone or attack them, then the chances are it's just going to lead into a fight or the person's just going to leave. If you want someone to tell you the truth, you have to be empathetic. What does that mean? That means you don't start accusing the person Maybe you start the conversation by saying something like, if you did this to me, I would understand why you would have done this, but I would still appreciate you being honest with me and telling me if you had done X, Y, and Z. I'd rather hear this from you than hear it from someone else. I hope you would give me this much respect by being upfront and honest with me. When you take that approach, what you're basically doing is you're telling this other individual that 
Whatever it is that they've done to you, it will not be so bad. You will completely understand where they're coming from. You will not be harsh. You will not be judgmental. And it also gives them a bit of hope that maybe, even if the truth came out, you guys can overcome it. This is not going to be the be-all, end-all. This is not going to be the end of your friendship or your relationship. You guys will work through it. Now, whether or not you actually do it, I'm going to get to that a little bit later. But if you want someone to tell you the truth, you have to take the empathetic approach. The third tip, do not ask questions. Don't sit over there and be like, where were you on this date? Why didn't you pick up your phone on this night? Uh, Why did you go at this place with this person? None of the questions will ever, ever, ever help your situations because guess what? When you start asking questions, chances are, like, if you've observed in uh, my tone of voice, it gets a bit more accusatory. It gets a bit more harsh. You come across as a lot more aggressive. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it. But because now we're thinking about the fact like, oh my God, this person was probably here with this individual. They didn't tell me. They lied that night. It is just human nature to get a bit worked up. It doesn't matter how calm, cool, and collected you are. Certain situations can bring that out of you. So do not ask the person questions. You want to have an open and inviting conversation. So you want to lead with empathy and understanding. And maybe you even tell the person that, listen, whenever you're ready to talk and you're ready to tell me what really happened, I'm here to listen. And after that, you know, we can figure out a way through this situation together. But I feel that you owe me enough respect, which I have given to to you in this relationship, that you will be upfront and honest. And I just rather hear this from you than somebody else. See, that approach uh, does not have any questions. It basically lets them know that Uh, They can tell you the truth on their time and there's no particular questions that you're asking that individual. And here's the other reason why I don't want you to ask any questions. See, when you start asking questions, you yourself are giving away information. When you tell someone, where were you on Sunday night or Friday night or Tuesday afternoon? The person who has done something wrong immediately starts to think, oh my God, this is the day that they're talking about. Where was I? Who was I with? Could somebody have seen me? Because this, So they're automatically getting into defensive mode and you're giving them the opportunity to line up more lies to convince you that they really weren't there or they weren't with that person. They were somewhere else. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to give away anything, any information that you know. Leave it super open-ended. Fourth tip. Don't give them long-term consequences. See, the reason why people lie about big things is because they don't want to lose you. They don't want the relationship to end. They don't want the friendship to end. So don't make it seem like if you tell me the truth or if you really did this to me, that is it. We are done. And a lot of us have probably made these mistakes in the past. But going forward, let's learn from all of that. Don't give them long-term punishment, quote-unquote, Um, or consequences for what they have done. Think short term. You don't want to make any kind of promises about how you will handle the situation long term. 
You want to leave things that are very, very generic and open-ended. You want to come across that this is a fixable problem. I just need you to be honest and then we can work through a solution. Whether or not you will really do that, it's up to you. But if you want the truth to come out, you certainly have to give the impression that you will be super understanding and there will not be any long-term consequences. That no matter what they have done, as severe as it may be, it is totally fixable. You guys will get through it. Everything will be okay. This is how you get the person to start thinking about telling you the truth. The fifth thing is always stay in charge of the conversation. Never let the other person be in a position where they're saying, well, what would you do to me if I told you the truth? What if this was actually true? How would we go about fixing? No, 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 no. They're the person that has done something wrong. You're the person that needs to know the truth. So you need to make sure you will always stay in charge of the conversation. Because the second you let them be in charge, you will just keep running around in a circle. The conversation will be over and you won't even know what the truth was. So you always want to make sure that you stay in charge. If the person starts to ask you questions like what will happen? Um, how would we fix it? Uh, I feel like you will get mad at me. You just want to be super calm and you want to come back to the empathetic place. You just want to say, all I'm asking you for is the truth. I already told you we will get through it. I don't want to go into a long-winded explanation of how we'll get through it before I even know what the truth is. So that's how you regain the control. Then let's assume, and this is tip number six, the person is still in total denial. They refuse to tell you what they have done, how they've done it. Then what you can do is you can start with some generic questions. Nothing about that is going to be accusatory. What you're going to say, hey, um, by the way, there was, for example, let's say somebody stole money. They're lying to you about the fact that they stole it. Instead of saying, did you take the money? You will say something like, hey, there was some money that was at this table. It is no longer there. Do you know what happened to this money? So you are not accusing this person. You're not saying you took the money. I saw you take the money or somebody else saw you take the money. You are simply starting making a general statement. And even though you're asking them a question, the question is not attacking them. The question is not assuming that they're the guilty person. You're simply being inquisitive as to, how do I solve this mystery? And I'm just asking you some generic questions. So this is, should be your approach. Again, depending on the situation, depending on your person, on how to get the other individual to tell you the, th the truth. Now for the second part of it. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, don't go down this rabbit hole until you know what the end goal is. So let's say you found out about a situation, you know somebody is lying to you, Think about, okay, when I find out the truth or once the truth is confirmed, whether that person tells me or somebody else, what am I going to do with that information? Am I going to work with this person and are we going to overcome it? In which case, you devise a plan. And the plan has to be in your terms. So keep in mind, you have to maintain the control. Or if you're not going to uh, continue being in a relationship with this individual, you have to kind of have your little pitch 
ready to go. Because oftentimes when we're in the moment, we might not think about everything that we wanted to say. We might not think about all the questions that we wanted to get the answers to. And later on, we may have regrets, assuming that the relationship is severed. So totally be prepared prior to even confronting the other individual of what your end goal is. Let's say coming back to the cheating example from baby boy and somebody else that asked me for advice. If your end goal is, I'm just going to confront this person, but I'm going to do absolutely nothing. I'm not going to leave them. I'm not going to punish them. I'm not going to tell them to stop doing it. Then you know what? Don't even find out the truth. Let's say if you are like, I'm not going to stay in this relationship where somebody else cheated on me. I deserve so much better. Have your little pitch ready. When the person confronts, and sometimes this might not happen in one session. Some people are just so used to lying that you have to really just break them in over time. So keep doing these things like rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat every opportunity that that you get, eventually they will crack. Even if they don't directly admit that, yes, they did the, the said thing, they will give you enough clues where if you confronted them, at that point, they will not deny it. So at that point, have your little pitch ready. Know exactly what you're looking out of this situation. Know what you want them to do. Know how you want to proceed going forward and lay down the law. And I don't mean this in a mean way unless the situation's really bad and you're super upset. But let them know this is what's going to happen. If you're going to give this person another chance, then you tell them this is what you have done. I am not okay with it. I understand that this is the first time you've made a mistake. So I'm going to move forward. You do this to me again, X, Y, and Z is going to happen to you. And at that point, feel free to strike a bit of fear. Because if you are too soft, once you found out like a big lie, then you're just telling this person that they can walk all over you. So you have to be a little bit stern. And then more importantly, you have to stick to your guts. If you're going to tell someone that if they do X, Y, and Z to you, and you're going to leave them, and guess what? They do it again, then you actually have to leave them. If you do not, now you're showing this person that they can treat you however they please, and you will still be there. Which, just going back to my earlier um, uh, blurb, where I just said, if that's what you're going to do, do not even bother confronting this individual. Only go after the truth if you can handle the truth and if you're going to do something with the truth. Whether that means you're going to fix your relationship, fix your friendship, fix your family relations, or you're going to move forward. If you're going to do absolutely nothing and you're okay with the lie, then do not even go down the road of confronting. And guys, the reason why I'm emphasizing this is it is really so much worse if somebody thinks that they can walk all over you than them still being afraid that you might find out the truth. So for your sake, do not go down this rabbit hole unless you have the courage, you have the strength, and you have the emotional stability to see this thing through. Now, My personal advice to um, anyone that's listening to this episode is do what is best for you. Not everyone is strong enough emotionally to leave behind a person Um, and then vice versa. Some people are really strong and they can walk away. So do what is best for you. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't listen to other people's advice on what you need to do. Even if you're in a bad situation and you got to go through the merry-go-round 10 times, 15 times, 
Do what is good for you, what will make you happy long term. Some people are completely fine being in dysfunctional relationships because they're so attached to another individual that they'd rather be in that dysfunctional relationship than be by themselves. And that's okay. As a friend or a family member, maybe your heart goes out to the individual, but just know as long as they're an adult, they've made their bed and they get to lie in it. And for everyone else that sees this as like the third party, um, if you're watching somebody else's life unfold and you know that somebody knows the truth, but they're still in the situation, please don't judge them because everyone needs to do what's right for them. But sometimes the right thing takes a while. Some people are strong enough to do it the first time around. Other people need to go through countless heartbreaks to get to a point where they're tough enough to deal with a situation like this. Usually when somebody tells you a big white lie, it's a person that's close to us. So it's not something that you can easily overcome. So I would never tell someone to go ahead and sever a relationship or go and confront an individual unless they were emotionally stable and ready to do so. And that really is a personal choice. You have to live with the consequences of your decisions. So you have to decide what makes you happy. As much as there are certain people that cannot handle the truth, on the flip side, there are some people that rather know the truth because they don't want to look stupid in front of other people. They don't want to invest time, energy, resources, money, whatever that they bring to the table on someone that cannot even give them the respect and the courtesy to be honest with them. You know, so I know and I see people at both ends of the spectrum. So my advice would always be, Do what's best for you and don't judge other people for the decisions that they make. Eventually, in time, most people find their way. And even if they don't, as long as they're happy, it's somebody else's life. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I honestly love doing it because there's so many layers of complexity, of human emotion, of situations, uh, two topics like this. So I really hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoy cre- I enjoyed creating today's episode. So with that, I'm your host, Miss Anonymous. Until next time, this is your host and you're not checked out of the rehab. Bye, guys.